This, this, this is, 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 is. Fight Disciples. Joe Gallagher, world number one, Callum Smith. Tell me where we are right now with him. Um, Callum, um, well, uh, it was in a training session this morning. As far where we are as in um, what he's deciding to do. Um, I had a message from him this morning. I think there's talk of most probably fighting him in uh, Liverpool now, November the 23rd. Um, I'm sure there'll be an announcement about that soon. Um, whether it's against John Ryder, his mandatory challenger, um, remains to be seen. Um, I know Eddie um, is speaking to Callum at the moment and um, trying to uh, solve that issue out. There's been a lot of talk over the last couple of weeks from yourself, from, from the camp, about potentially moving, leaving Matchroom, going with a other promoter, maybe an American promoter. Was that just a power play or was that realistic conversations? There's no power play about it. It was realistic. Um, Callum Smith asked me to uh, go out and see what's out there for him. I went out, spoke to uh, a few promoters out there, um, and uh, the old couple of them came back with uh, lucrative deals for Callum Smith. Um, one of them, I thought to myself, wow, that's like, you can't turn that down. Um, but I gave Callum the options. I told him, I think it was two weeks ago, sit about it over the weekend, see what he thinks. Um, and um, after speaking to him the other day now, I think the way that he's talking, I think he's got to stick with Eddie and Matchroom because I feel the the promise of the Anfield and fighting there, them opportunities don't come once in a lifetime. They only come round. He'll be the first to do it at Anfield. I think that it's too huge an offer, a temptation to resist. But at the same time, as you've seen with Derek Chisora the other day, um, it's all right. Um, getting the opportunity to fight there but it's got to be the right opponent and it's got to be for the right amount of money as well and I'm sure Callum is aware of that and I'm always telling him that and he'll be making that known to Eddie and it's up to Eddie to come up and uh, pay the kid rightfully for that fight whoever that may be against I know Eddie put out that there's Anfield and a Billy Joel contract signed in my opinion I can't see Callum Smith being 168 next year I think and from a coaching point of view and this isn't for us we're running away from Billy Joel I just think Callum Smith is huge for the frame has achieved everything he's had to do at 168 and if he's going to do a, a Liverpool coming home fight at 168 in November or where, but that's nearly a year. What's that? Ten, nine months away. And if you look at Callum two years ago, I think it was yesterday, he fought Scogland over 12 rounds. I think he's done one 12 rounds since then. That's hard. And look at the size of him. He's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I just think now is time to, to move up 175. And if we were to fight at Anfield from a health point of view, from a fighter, I think that would be the, the, the right thing for Callum to do is move up to 175. There's, there's big names in that division. There's a Chavez, there's a Roberto Ramirez, obviously Canelo Kovalev. We could get the winner or the loser of that, whether it be Canelo or Kovalev. Um, and I think that would be the right thing. He, he, he's climbed Mount Everest at 168. And I think Callum fighting at 168 Anfield, I think that's very, very dangerous looking at that ahead, whether he be able to make it. We'll know more when he defends in November, but we're looking from a, a safety point of view and looking out for the welfare and the safe well-being of a boxer and the size of him, for him to compete 12 competitively for 12 rounds, I think 175, possibly for a world title and a chance to make history at Anfield, I think um, that would be the right thing for Callum. The talk out of Eddie has been the Billy Joe Saunders is the biggest fight, but Callum at 175, even against the loser of Canelo Kovalev or against the Chavez or the Ramirez, they're much bigger fights than Billy Joe Saunders anyway. I think that's going to sell better at Anfield than a Billy Joe Saunders fight ever would. 
Yeah, I do. I don't think that there was a great gate when Billy Joe fought in his stadium fight this year. And you just look at Billy Joe. Billy Joe's just moved up from 160 to 168 because he can't do it no more. So you've got to look at the safety and the well-being. Anthony Crawler started a super featherweight, lightweight. Stephen Smith moved up to lightweight. They're all moving up. And Callum, I feel he's done what he's had to do at super middleweight. He's recognised by everybody in the world at number one, even with your Benavides and everybody else. Everyone recognised Callum as the number one. So let's move up to light heavyweight. Like I said, there's Kovalev Canelo there at that. And there's Boazzi coming through the scene domestically. Um, but... Listen, he, he wouldn't be ready for Callum, but there is huge fights. Listen, there's Bivol, um, and there's that unification fight with Bitter BF coming up at the moment now. So there's huge names and big opportunities. And like you said there, Nick, I said Chavez at 175, the, the winner or the loser of Kovalev Canelo. Everyone knows who Kovalev is now after fighting Anthony Arda. He's got profile in his country. And I think Callum versus anybody at Anfield in a meaningful fight is a ticket seller with the likes of your prices and your butlers on the undercard. That's just waiting. Liverpool's screaming for it. We've been on about it for years, Nick. We've had loads of discussions and now's the time. But what we've got to do is make sure that Callum goes in there and puts a performance in there. Um, and I think 175 and a chance to make history ticks all the boxes. What's the chances as well of it being a Smith double? Like Beefy getting a world title fight on that card too? Listen, in a great scenario, I have spoke to, we had a good chat in Mexico um, about Callum, if that happens, who would he have on the undercard? And um, he has no problem with Liam on the, on the undercard of it as well. Um, so that's no problem. Paul Butler, obviously with the workload, you've seen Nick at the Manchester Arena for, for, for years, running back and forth for your Quigs, your Crawlers, your Callums coming through, your Jose Burtons. Um, we've got to be aware of that, that we don't dilute ourselves on fight night. So Callum has said, yeah, listen, Liam now, if Liam gets an opportunity among guy giving up the world title fight, gets a a fight and then he defends it against Akel Brooker Vargas at Anfield that's not a problem Paul Butler fighting for the world title Paul Butler there now he's number one there for the European he's number two for the IBF if that world title becomes vacant so we could have Paul Butler chance to become a two-time world champion at Anfield Liam Smith a chance to become a two-time world champion Cam Smith a two-time might as well headline the show two time and uh, it'd be great them opportunities for them fighters and at Anfield and I've always said Nick we're talking about an event that that crowd singing you'll never walk alone to one of the sports loneliest places in the world being in that ring to a Paul Butler to a Liam Smith to a Callum Smith that puts goose hairs pimples on the back of your head even, yours, even though you're a Man United fan it even even Get hairs going on the back of your neck? 100%. Listen, when uh, Liverpool this year in the semi-finals and the one, I texted Eddie Hearn, their response, I said, can you imagine that, Callum Smith, that next year? You can't have it. You've got to put it up there. Listen, Liverpool's a great sport. And so regardless of the football, you've got to hands up. They absolutely get behind their own. And Callum Smith, Paul Butler, Liam Smith, Pricey, that'd be unbelievable. Do you know what I mean? And Callum Smith versus a cover level, or whoever there you'll be around. That's like going back to years ago. Uh, Tiger Lopez in Sacramento and them huge places Chavez at the Aztec Stadium we could be at the start of something brilliant do you know what I mean once a year an annual event there at Anfield not a one-off and um, yeah it's just too good of opportunity and the stars are aligning for Butler Liam Smith Calm Smith to make this event happen if it doesn't happen now it'll never happen Butler's out this Sunday on a, one of your own shows have you got an opponent lined up from you? Yeah, he's fighting, I can't think of the kid's name, he's fighting a, a Mexican, um, Paul, he's uh, number three in the IBF, he was number two, and we've got to get this fight campaign, get him to that, that when the IBF belt vacates, they make it for the one and two, and 
Paul is in that number two position. He's number one in Europe now. I'd love Paul to fight for that European title. If Callum is to fight in Liverpool, I think that's a great fight. It's a belt he's not fought for before. Competitive fight, win the European, and then go and get the world title shot um, next year at Anfield. I think that would be a, a great fight and that's what's motivating him as well. So it's just a case of staying busy for Paul, getting him out there. I thought his last performance in the World Boxing Super Series, we were getting the best Paul Butler again. He was getting going. And the same for Sam Hyde. He was trying to get that react Paul fight. We're having social media, a bit back and forth with Dylan and that, and uh, we just want to make that fight. That's unfinished business, and hopefully maybe Sam and Riappor can happen on this uh, bill that they're announcing today for uh, Anthony Crawler and Katie Taylor in Manchester at the beginning of November. So that's unfinished business, and Marcus Morrison coming off a, a good win and some exciting young talent um, on the undercard coming through, that uh, unbeaten prospects and uh, the next generation of kids that have looked up to Ricky Hatton and your Anthony Crawlers there now and it's beginning to be the next wave of kids coming through. You mentioned there about Katie Taylor getting confirmed for, for Manchester. Is there a chance we might see Tassie Jonas on the undercard as well? Yeah, I'd love to. I know um, MTK did an announcement yesterday of her fighting in Liverpool, um, but I know Natasha um, has said to me uh, she'd love to be on it, and I think that'd be great profile-wise for uh, to to fight on it. So their discussions, I'm sure MTK uh, speaking to Eddie Hearn, but I think it'd make good sense. The two rivals fighting on the same card again here in Manchester, and uh, that'd be a good one. But from what I'm hearing, I'm led to believe uh, the show's quite a stacked card as it is at the moment, but it makes sense. Nick. Finally, I want to ask you about Stephen Smith. Um, again, another fighter is a case. Of, it's a bit like a waiting room, your gym at the moment, isn't it? Are we waiting for the right phone call for him? Yeah, it's a waiting room. Um, yeah, it's amazing sometimes how your mouth gets you into trouble, Nick. Um, yeah, but uh, for Stephen, I spoke to him in Mexico. We did say, um, I said to Eddie about putting him out again. He said, no, he's got to be in a big fight. So I've said to him, yeah, no problem. So there's talk of Highland. Obviously, he lost to the European. I want Stephen to try and fight Patera for the European. That's another good fight. Um, Manchester was mentioned. But I think Stephen and Moshe will be go Liverpool now. And Moshe will think you see Stephen Butler. Um, Moshe will be end of November on the Callum Smith. I think that's only nine weeks away, something like that, ten weeks away. Um, so yeah, I think uh, that's where we'll see Stephen in a in a big fight, whether it's Highland or Patera for the European. That that's what we'd like for Stephen. If Anfield comes off in May as well, do you think Paul might come out of retirement? It's too good an opportunity to miss, isn't it? A four rounder for Paul just to sign off officially at Anfield. Come on. Yeah, I know, but straight away we're going to have to sort out uh, what weight, what weight division, and um, no, listen. I don't know, it's a four-rounder, but we've got to understand as well, and I've said to Callum, and this is what we spoke to in Mexico, I think ever, all four of them would want to be on it, but I've got to say to them, and I've said to the brothers, listen, we've got to understand, first and foremost, Callum's my priority. You've seen Robert McCracken, he won't have anyone else on an undercard when he's got uh, a Joshua or anyone else, and I'm used to doing it, I've done it back and forth, and I'm sure I will do. As long as you say, like you say, Stephen and Paul, we're on your five o'clock, six o'clock slots, and Paul Butler was on your eight o'clock, and Liam was seven o'clock, they were done, and that I was there, it wasn't affected, and that the main focus was Callum. Callum likes me being busy beforehand, and I do as a coach, like I think you're warmed up, you're mentally switched on, you've been in tactical battles before the main event where them coaches are coming out cold. I think that's played a huge advantage over the years um, for me. And um, I have no problems with Paul. If he wants to come out, have a move around the four-rounder, I have no problem with that. It might be on around three o'clock, but it, it, I have no problem with that. And it'd be great for them. Why wouldn't it, all four brothers? 
Absolutely. Paul first on, that'll do us. That doesn't matter. As long as he gets that, you know, I know what Paul's like. He's a massive Liverpool fan. I think anyone, I think the last time we had a fight at Anfield was about 1940s, early 1950s. So 50 odd years, but as you say, could be the start of something special, especially with Callum. Yeah, listen, Paul fights. If Paul wants to do four rounds on the pads in the ring, before the show opens or to do something like that around the half six slot I'll easily do that for him and uh, I was joking with Crawler the other day I seen someone doing the pads or Phil Jeffries and Sunderland the other week I said to Crawler I said do you fancy hitting Old Trafford at half time we'll do some pads in the centre circle for you because <laughs> I think that's the only part chance we'll ever get to do something at Old Trafford now so uh, yeah l- listen whatever it is I-, I understand the fight is the dreams and Anfield Nick it's a uh, it- Liverpool is a, a great fight sitter. It's starved. It's been starved of the big nights there. Tony Bellew did his bit at Everton. Ricky Hatton did his bit in Manchester. And like I've said, well, it's rubbed up people the wrong way or not. They should be able to take it on the board. But how can you have the world number one and not have Liverpool at Anfield the fight sitter? Can you imagine Ricky Hatton here now being the world champion and Manchester not bouncing and him not fighting at the Etihad? It, it, it wouldn't it'd be happening. And I think we need to do that and slowly and surely if you're looking the big events are going less and less outside that London 02 M25 circle and we've got to have Callum and Liverpool roaring, Liverpool have got the best fight John Conte years ago, that would have been absolutely hammered Liverpool so forth and we need Callum back and forth at Liverpool every two or three months like Ricky Hatton was Thank you for listening If you like what you heard subscribe via iTunes